Good evening, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Liberty Station. Tonight, we have a, a homegrown hero. Uh, went to Newberry Park High School. And amazing thing is I, I met this man, this doctor, uh, in the midst of the uh, COVID crisis, supposedly. And uh, watch this man who was brave, who actually stood upon science, did the right thing, uh, went to Tufts University, got his medical degree there, graduated from Newberry Park High School. He's a panther. And then... Uh, was practicing medicine at UCLA, uh, had had COVID, so he had the antibodies. Uh, he was considered one of the heroes during the struggle as he would go into work every day and help people. And then all of a sudden they wanted to inject us with the mRNA. And as a doctor, he knew better and was willing to speak up in relation to it. And he's come into a world of hurt as a result. Um, and he is, gosh, one of the bravest guys I know because he realizes that nothing's more valuable than liberty and his career was put on the line, um, but he has been standing strong. He now works with Dr. Simone Gold. Our guest tonight is, well, heroic is what I'm going to title you as, but you go by doctor, Dr. Chris Rake. Thank Thanks you, for Rob. joining us, brother. Bless you. You are remarkable. Well, thank and you, you bless Appreciate us. Appreciate that. Thank you. Bryce. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited to have you um, because right now we, we have a uh, lack of courage in all things, I think, in our <clears throat> culture. And to... Um, Stand up and and say, hey, I'm you know I'm I'm not going to compromise is a huge thing and a, a huge example to us all. I think the worst place to have a lack of courage is in the church. Yeah, uh, amen. Yeah, that's where people come to find courage. Right, right. Uh, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. We're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Chris, uh, you're an anesthesiologist. Yeah. Uh, you you went to Tufts University, got your medical degree there. Where'd you go to undergraduate? Uh, UC San Diego. Okay, so uh, Triton, right? Yep. Yeah. So you went to UC San Diego, then you end up in Tufts. Mm -hmm. uh, you go through medical school. You start doing surgery at Kaiser right. and realize I'd rather be an anesthesiologist. Yeah. And so you find yourself working at UCLA. I mean, that's a prestigious place to work. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't get there because you're lousy at what you do. No. Um, I mean, I, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I'll do it for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there's always, I think even at UCLA, there's always the imposter syndrome, right? Everyone has that. I think everyone goes through that experience, but, um, but I loved it. I just, I, I, I loved surgery, but it was just not a good lifestyle for me. I saw, I wanted to do, wanted to do trauma surgery and I saw all the, the surgeons that were doing that. They were all divorced at least once, if not mm -hmm. twice. And so I, I knew I wanted to have kids and said, okay, I'm, I'm going to do something that's more in my, my line of thinking. So Went to, went to anesthesia, training, did residency at UCLA, and then um, stayed on as an attending. They asked me to stay on. In fact, during the 2008 downturn with the housing crisis, they said, sorry, we're not going to hire anybody. If we do, we might hire one person, it would be you. And then, so they said, sorry, we're not going to hire anybody. After all, two months later, they called me and said, hey, we want to hire you. So um, came, came on and, and you know, was there for a total of, I think, 16 years. So wow. si 16 years, and, and you had a good track record. I imagine you were a good employee. Yeah, you know, um, I had patients requesting me, and not just requesting me, demanding me. Now, I've, I've never heard of this for an anesthesiologist, right? They, you always care about the surgeon and, and what the surgeon's doing. But I had patients saying, if I don't have Dr. Rake as my anesthesiologist, I'm not doing the case. And that was the grace of God because um, many years prior to that, you know, I, I grew up Christian, became an atheist. And then when I came back, I said, Jesus, I love you so much. I want to serve you. How do I serve you? And I said, I have to tell people about Jesus, even in, at my workplace, I have to. And so the first patient I did that with, lady had like 40 surgeries. And I said to her, then I felt pressure. I felt heat. I said, oh my gosh, this is totally in violation of what I'm supposed to do. Like in medicine, we're taught not to bring these issues up. 
you know, you can't proselytize people. But I just looked at her, I grabbed her hand, and I said, do you know Jesus Christ? And, and I mean, it, I felt like I, I'm giving up everything here, right? But I knew that he had already given up everything for me. How could I, the creation, not do that? So long story short, that started a ministry of me praying for my patients, and God was amazing. He healed two cancers, gone. Two different patients, I can tell you those stories. Um, and As they were getting ready to go into surgery. Yeah, yeah. And this lady, by the way, a couple months later, she tells me, you know when you grab my hand and you put your hand on my shoulder, a power surged through me into my chest. And I said, really? I've never mm. heard of anything like that happen. I, you know, I've never had anything like that happen, you know? But that's what God can do when you're faithful. And, and he spells faith R-I-S-K. You look at all the men of the Bible, and all they did was they trusted the Lord. people don't know how to spell it's risk. <laughs> for, <laughs> yes. for those like me that graduated right. from yeah, uh, LAUSD. You're, you're still talking, and I'm going, oh, yeah, <laughs> I, had to, I had to think back about that myself. Like, oh yeah, I did say risk, but uh, but yeah, and so uh, that started started me on on a trajectory, and that's why patients were demanding. Requested you. I even had I had I had gay atheists, atheists who you know even some of them hated God when they came to me, and I still I I, I said to them, hey, it's part of my history and physical, any acid reflux, heartburn, peptic ulcer disease diabetes, thyroid disease, uh, religious pref- preferences or affiliations. And they'd say, no, I'm an atheist. Oh, that's great. I'd just like to offer a blessing for my patients. Would you be okay with that? Sure. And I'd say the same thing. Father, I thank you so much for Mr. Smith. He's amazing. You love him. I thank you for putting his care into my hands and trusting your child into my hands. I do not look uh, with, without honor on, on this man. And I just thank you so much for blessing him. Thank you for a good outcome and no pain. I had one patient I prayed like that for. She was a nurse from Kaiser, pre-op nurse. She knew what to expect. She had an anterior and posterior repair. So that means we open her up in the front and we open her up in the back. It was a spinal fusion. So you have to work on the front part of the spine, flip them over. over. Yeah. And afterwards, so we pray, I said, I, I prayed for her beforehand. She was a Catholic. And I said, Father, with no pain, no, just no pain, perfect healing. I, I saw her the next day. I was interviewing my patient in a, bay next to hers and she goes dr rake is that you and i said who is that so i opened the, the curtain she said oh dr rake she had tears in her eyes she says you'll never believe i didn't have to take any nausea medications and i didn't have to take any pain medications i said what do you mean she said i don't have any pain i said what i prayed for that but i didn't <laughs> believe it <laughs> right right like I, I said you didn't have any like you didn't take any pain medications? I haven't had any pain medications since my surgery yesterday. I said, you have a seven-inch incision on your abdomen and another one to match it on the back, and you have no pain with no pain medications? And you know what I did right there at Santa Monica UCLA? I got on my knees, and I said, thank you, Jesus. Wow. Thank you, Lord. You're amazing. So, so then it's, it's not shocking after hearing that story about your first being an atheist, then coming to Christ and saying, Lord, my life is yours. And, yeah. and you, you, you pursued a life apart from him. Yeah. And, and yours was not only a mental uh, uh, grasp of God, but a heartfelt grasp because, you know, you, atheists, you know, it's all about science and all the, yeah. and you challenge it and you're highly educated. Right. So you come to this place of faith, you practice it and you apply it, you see results regarding it, and you're no longer afraid because you... You practice your faith with R-I-S-K, risk. And doing that, people's lives are touched. Now, we move and fast forward, and all of a sudden this virus with a 99.7% survival rate comes in, 
and you know all the world just has a national psychosis or a global psychosis where fear is just paralyzing everybody and you step forward with the understanding of the science and you refuse to take an experimental mrna injection you you know the you know the statistics. You know that they've pulled the swine flu vaccine off the market with less than 200 deaths. You're watching the vaccine adverse events reaction site right. with conservatively speaking 10,000 deaths, liberally speaking probably close to 30. Yeah. And the permanent disabilities and young kids dying of pericarditis, myocarditis, and you say no, I'm not doing it. And you're willing to do the. T- you just you just one day you go in and. They say, uh, you, you can't work here anymore, and they escort you out of the building. Right. 16 years, no issue. Um, patients requesting you. Demanding me. Demanding you. And you're, <laughs> this is un- unheard of. You're just, you're, you're finished. Yeah, just like yesterday's, not even yesterday's news, yesterday's trash, right? It was almost a non-event. They just walked yeah. you out, and that's it. You're, yeah, you're, no, you're was, forgotten. I, but not even a non-event. It was, there was some aggression there. I felt like some aggression there. Like, we're, we're taking you out. We're going to make an example of you, right? That's how I felt. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, you talked about, I think you said 30,000 deaths. There's, there's at least nine different ways you can get to 150,000 right. plus deaths. I don't know if you know that, but Steve Kirsch looked, you know, he's yeah, an I've, I've been following that. Yeah. I just, I get so much pushback by people who don't know where to find the data that I yeah. just keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but go it, for it, Chris. Yeah, tell, I mean, tell us. I mean, so, the, you know, open verse. You're, 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 this is amazing that I talked to a, a pastor who knows more than my colleagues at UCLA. Right. For example, I said to I said to one of my colleagues, I said, why are you taking this vaccine or this injection? And well, you know, it'll protect you. I said, did you know that the vaccine itself is probably causing all the the emergence of all these variants? The vaccine makes your body produce antibodies against what? Spike protein. Whenever you put an environmental pressure on an uh, on an organism like a virus or bacterium, you are going to select for a bacterium to emerge from that that can get around that environmental pressure. Yeah, it tries to squeeze around it. Right, so what does it do? It's going to mutate its spike protein. Why? Because the antibodies that you formed against spike protein, the one that came out, the one bacterium that came out with with a mutated uh, thing, that confers to him a survival advantage and his progeny now have this mutated thing that evades your immune system. And I said, do you know where, out, where uh, beta, gamma, delta, where they're all mutated? Zeta, theta, theta at, iota. At the spike yeah. protein. They're Totalitarianism. All, and I said, it's the spike. I said, this is simple uh, microbiology 101. Like, we, we should know this. And, and he got mad. Are you listening to Fox News? I said, this isn't Fox News. I said, this is, don't you remember this from medical school? And you're right. It's this mass formation psychosis. That's yeah. the only, this is a spiritual battle. This, that's the only way I've, I've been able to rationalize this in my own mind and figure out how, how can so many intelligent people go so wrong? Yeah. These are people I, I would trust with my kids' um, healthcare. There was a, a cardiac anesthesiologist there, an amazing person, brilliant person, pediatric cardiac anesthesiologist. I would have trusted her if my kids have, had to have open heart surgery. She says to me, I think I'm just going to stop treating the unvaccinated. I said, what? That's unethical. You couldn't do You can't do that. I said, what if a guy comes in with a gunshot wound? You know, are you going to tell him you're in a gang? I'm not going to treat you. We've never had any kind of conditions on treating patients. Well, if he came in with a gunshot wound, he wouldn't need ECMO, which is a heart-lung bypass machine. I said, well, he might, but how is that somehow your moral yeah. Uh, yeah. Def- defining line, right? It, so that proved to me that this is spiritual. Yeah. Going back to when you said that they kind of escorted you out and and, yeah. it, and it felt like uh, you know anger behind it, that when people describe that to me and the kind of vitriol that they uh, go against uh, uh, unvaccinated with, 
it reminds me of that Japanese saying that they have in their culture, the nail that sticks up gets hammered down. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Anybody right. who's standing against their their current, what is really a religious orthodoxy, you know, if you're standing against it that, you get religion. hammered down. And that's why they do it with that kind of like fervor, right. it feels yeah. like. Right. I mean, we've seen a lot of religions. The religion of pro-vaccine, uh, religion of BLM, religion of, you know, all these yeah. things. Well, CRT. It, it, it's CRT. all the religion of the state. Yeah. And... It, well, let's let's transition because you make a stand. Uh, it, it comes at a cost, mm-hmm. um, folks. You know, and I imagine you get these texts, and, you know, from doctors, uh, people of significance in your industry. You know, you're my, you're, you have such courage. You're a hero. I just can't do that. Yeah. And and I read that article by Naomi Wolf where she's like, "I'm I'm not a hero. You're just a wussy," which yeah. she's a different word, but. The idea of you're, you're wanting to use sage your guilt by your monumental cowardice because you know a man who knows the good to do and does not do it to him that is sin. Yeah, and and they know that what you're doing is right, but they're too frightened and right. cowardly, right. cowardly to 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 do the right thing. Yeah, they'll say things like, um, "Thank you so much for taking a stand. I could never do that." And I'm yeah. like. Uh, I don't have some big bank account. Yeah, it's not right? like you like, were born to do this. I don't have, you know, even $50,000 to rub together outside of a retirement account. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have a great savings. I, what I had is is knowing what's, what's right yeah. and saying, I will not stand, I will not tolerate this going on, and I'm going to stand not just for the Christians. I, you know my story, but I, I don't know if the, everyone else does. Hey, this I'm is why we're stand, here. Tell them. I'm going to stand with the atheists. So I could be working right now at UCLA. But I looked at John three sixteen, and I could be if if I filed for a religious exemption. But my whole thing was, you don't even have a right to come at me. Like I don't have to ask you permission to. It's like someone coming to you saying, "I'm going to punch you in the face." Oh, may I please be exempt from your face punching of me? Yeah. It's like no, I don't have to ask you permission. I stand up, I say no. I'm going to push back, or I'm going to punch back, or no, you may not. Right. But I don't ask permission. So to me, it was an assault. You don't have a right. This is a violation of law. It was a violation of medical ethics. Were were they even granting religious um, exemptions to knowledge? Yeah, UCLA, they were, but other places they weren't. And a lot of places weren't. I mean, that's I, I gotta, what I've been seeing. I, I got I, I to jump on this because this is so insightful. You, you weren't doing this for the, for the Christian. You were doing it for the atheist. The fact that yeah. I may be able to get a religious exemption, but I'm doing it for the atheist that cares about their body and doesn't believe in this. Right. Why, 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 does, why do they get a, a religious exemption? Yeah, or just exemption? L- yeah. looks at the evidence. Right. And, yeah, the evidence right. says you know? forget he, it. He sees the same evidence, and I'm looking at this scientifically saying, I mean, I do have my own religious convictions about it. Jesus says, you know, the yeah, master the of our body, of the temple of him, I get to host him. I'm not going to infiltrate it with, you know, dirty stuff. But why, I, I couldn't imagine Jesus saying, sorry, pal, I got mine. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so I look at John three sixteen, and it says, "For God so loved the Christians that he get away. No. No. <laughs> For God so loved the world Amen. that he gave his only begotten Son." Right? Yeah. Now, um, you make this stand. Uh, they escort you out. What's happened since then? Have, have, are you living in a homeless shelter? Um, have you lost no. your house? No, but you know what? Is your marriage decrepit? Your kids, you know? I mean, <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie. It's been stressful. I know. But, <laughs> it's but been it, stressful. It, it, Michelle and I went through it too, but. It, you know what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I mean, I'm telling you, you, Matt, I've watched the two of you walk through this, yeah, and and labor through this, and it's it's made you. I would I would venture to guess closer as it did for Michelle and yeah. I, because you know we go through it. We don't enjoy it. We didn't sign up for this. Right. We don't want that. And the right. people who commend you as being a hero, but I can't do it. You you didn't wake up and say, you know, I've been wired to have to be abused. 
And yeah. no, you're saying what they should be saying. Everyone is capable of standing. Everyone. Right. You're just a coward, meaning the folks that don't stand. Right. You stand, it comes at a cost. But I, what I'm trying to put forward is, has it been worth it? For sure. Look, we're here as Christians to gain on, yeah. to gain things for all eternity, right? Yeah. You, you, you can't do this kind of thing unless you have an eternal scope. God puts us under these stressful situations to learn about him for all eternity. The stuff that he's revealed to me in, th- in my spirit and he's grown in my spirit could never be done if I were raised in heaven, in perfection, without any trials, without you know, angry atheists, without any of that stuff, right? He's creating in me a greater capacity to love him and to cherish him, right? And so I don't, look, I don't like it. (laughs) Um, But, and there were times when, so the the edict came out August 5th. They said all doctors and nurses have to be injected by October 1st. And man, there were, there were many nights there. I'm the most chill guy. You know, I grew up here surfing and and playing water polo and stuff. I, I never envisioned any of this kind of stuff happening in my life, but, um, but when this thing came, the edict came out, I was only able to sleep like two, three hours a night. Yeah, yeah, I'd wake that. up trembling, right? Yeah. I'd say, God, what, what, you know, help me, help me. And I just have to focus on Jesus. And then I got to the point where I was like, wait a second, God is bigger than all this. Amen. And so I came to the point in my morning prayers where I said, God, I'm so sorry. I have such little faith that I'm not trusting you to carry me this, through this. Amen. And that's where anxiety comes from, is trusting your circumstances and the enemy's plan for your come life. On, than, come on, come on. you trust God. Repeat it again. They need to hear it. Folks, that's where anxiety this. comes from, is trusting in your circumstances and the enemy's plan for your life rather than trusting in Amen. God. Amen. That's solid. That is solid. And so, so I'll tell you what, after that, I was sleeping like five, six hours a night. Yeah. And God is so amazing. You know, that's we, a lot for a doctor, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's like three times as much. As <laughs> that's about normal for me. Yeah, it's twice as much um, as Rob gets. But but we, you know, we're on the Dave Ramsey plan, financially speaking. So every dollar is meted out. At the end of the month, we get down to you know one dollar in our account. And after I lost my my paycheck, which was over half of our total income, right? I was so afraid to look at the accounts. And irresponsible, you know. I was like, I don't even look, you know. Yeah. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't he even did go the, out, He you know? did the ostrich approach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. And I, I swore to myself, I'll, I'll never do that. I'm going to be a responsible <clears throat> man, father, leader. And every time I look, you know, it's kind of like lifting up the blanket. It's like, whoa, there's $2,000 in there. There's $3,000 in there. More on an average day than I had when I, when I had twice the income, or when I had, yeah. you know, when our family had twice the income, right? God sustained us through that, through people just giving us Praise donations. God. I had people like... Gavin DeBecker, a guy who I'd yeah. never heard of him. Uh, no. He, 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 he yeah. rolled up and gave me $4,000. He just yeah. called me up and said, Chris, you know, here's $4,000. bucks." they are uh, the, the largest EP company in the United States, executive protection yeah. company, yeah. But, but, but if, you, if you want to walk in intimacy with the Lord, you step out of the water like Peter, Peter where only God can hold up your foot. Then you'll see how real God is. Praise God. I want to emphasize, you weren't out there panhandling and, and you know, uh, poor mouthing God, you you just stood and just went about your daily business. So the yeah. people who gave you, they had to really come and find you and figure out how to give to you. Yeah, I'm not good at asking for money. That's I'm so bad at that. Yeah, I, you stink I, at it. Yeah, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Which is that why I love having you here. <laughs> we all stink at it too. We don't do it. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's why I like your church, right? You trust in God. What else is there? Trust in God. Yeah. Uh, What's happened since? Now, you're, you're, you connected with Simone Gold. You got to meet her through Godspeak. Is that fair, yeah. or did you meet her somewhere else? Actually, that's where I met her. Was, Come on. Yeah. Was, Conduit. There was a... 
bringing people together. Yeah, there together. was. Some, I think it was a firefighters thing, and the Lord gave me this this message. Uh, well, the message was basically, don't fall for the trap. Yeah. Don't file the religious don't exemption. Don't do the Because you told me about it. I'm like, and you're like, come on. No, you know, no, I no. I didn't say that. I said, Chris, <laughs> to each man is given a measure of faith. Right. My job is to give everyone an opportunity sure. to find that avenue. Right. Um, I'm with you. I side with you on that. But right. but in relation, I mean, if I was not permitted to fly and I could do a religious exemption, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. If I wasn't, per- but yeah, I, I'm in agreement with you. But to each man is given a measure of faith. I didn't. Stand yeah, in yeah. opposition to you. No, yeah, you're, that's true. But I, but I, but even at that time, I was somewhat um, <clears throat> not sure of my message, right? Now, yeah, of course, were... in retrospect, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But I, but I was like, wow. I, but I have to say this word. I know it's from the Lord. Well, I didn't even, I didn't even feel that conviction. Just, just I felt like you, a strong. You want, conviction. you want to share? Yeah. Um, and, and so I did. I let you, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah. You were really gracious. And you, you actually said, I don't let anyone hold the mic after at the answer. Uh, yeah, because people are like they don't put a caboose on the yeah. train, and I'm yeah. the worst of it. So, so you did great. You're good at handling me because I I can go on and on. You did great, but um, but I, I got up and I said, don't take the religious exemption, right? And then Simone Gold saw that and she's like, she told AJ, her security guy, our security guy, because now I work yeah. for AFLDS, get his phone number. And so I got to meet her and pray for her in the in the green room. I love praying for people. That's yeah. amazing. Um, and, and so, so then, then I started Cuff Citizens United for Freedom, CuffUSA.org. And it's a group of local people um, that were fighting for freedom, yeah. fighting against yeah. this tyranny in whatever way we can and uh, encourage people. And so, um, so then I got to see you. You, you have been so gracious. I got to tell you, I'm just so, so grateful to you and, and your church. And I September, I think, 14th it was, you let me get up and, and say the whole message that God gave me, that this is all about tyranny, you know, this whole thing where they, they ratchet it up and they say, we're taking away your freedoms. Remember in, in early 2020, you, you got to put on the mask. You can't touch anyone six feet away. You can't go to school, non-essential. If they told you that the virus only affected you four feet from <laughs> the like ground that. up to four feet, they could get the whole country crawling. It's unbelievable. Yep. Yeah. yeah, national psychosis. Yeah, so 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 then they then they say, okay, summer comes in June, and then you can no no more masks, and but but they never get you if you start at zero and they take away your liberties up here, like they ratchet up and then they relax it. You never go back down to no, zero. No. It's that seesaw, but you're always stepping up. Yep. And I saw that, and and so I I communicated that to people and, and said, don't yeah, take the, this the pendulum swings, but the fulcrum is always moving. So yeah. now now you're working with Simone. Yes. What are you doing? Tell everybody. I mean, I saw the video. I thought it was epic. And yeah. I can't wait for the series to start. You know, God has a sense of humor. I mean, you're like a, you're like a James O'Keefe now. Kind of. It, yeah. it, it's this new, uh, it's a new genre almost. It's it's like <clears throat> comic book hero meets physician meets justice meets Project Veritas. So uh, Undercover, yeah. Undercover. yeah Is it, Microsoft it, spying on you now too? Uh, no. I'm sure they are. I've, yeah, I've been threatened by, uh, by yeah, take a the number. medical board. Yeah. Take a yeah. number. So um, it's this... Project called Doc Tracy, and it's you know Dick Tracy, but Doc Tracy, and I'm a PI physician investigator. So um, we we build a storyline around what's going on, and you got to see. I just saw it a couple of days ago. It's it's awesome. It gives me chills. When you confronted here in California, I, I got to see kind of the premiere on yeah. that one. That was solid. Yeah, and it's nerve wracking because you know you're you're no. Uh, in your face, you, you don't have the demeanor of a James O'Keefe. You're kind of meek and mild. You're like yeah. you're Clark Kent. You're not Superman, right? And and yet you're, I'm watching you walk up, and you're just there's there's a disarming smile. There's there's almost a, a tenderness about it, 
and yet you're asking tough questions, and yeah. all of a sudden, I'm being threatened. Yeah, I'm yeah. Being well, threatened. call the police. So, so I didn't see the premiere. So, tell, I mean, tell people clearly what it is. I, I can't. Um, I don't. I don't oh, okay. I don't That's why I was, I was dancing around. At this oh point man! All right. It now was supposed to come out now I'm intrigued. Good. Yeah, it should be. The episode is supposed to is going to come out next week. Um, by the end of next week. So by the end of March. Um, but the person that I interview, I actually looked at her and I go, she's cute. She's like my wife. And like that, that heart of compassion was trying to come out of me, but at the same time. So maybe that's what you saw yeah. in the spirit. You know? It was really tender. It was like, you, you weren't, I, da, 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 you know, yeah, and I, microphone in the face and you know, we're right. going to, I, I wanted, I was almost like my father, the instincts kicked in. I wanted to protect her, but at the same time, like, you have done so much damage to the doctor-patient relationship yeah. and the medical freedom in California. I have to hold you accountable. Don't, 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 don't spoil it. Yeah, you almost so. did right there. Mm-hmm. You almost found out. No, it's it's okay. Yeah, keep it you, a secret you can from me. I'll from tell the, everybody. You can see from the trailer, kinda. Chris, uh, how, how can we pray for you? And and more than that, I'll, let me correct that. Prayer is the most critical thing. In addition to, how can we support you? What can we do? We, I want to do this with every one of our guests who are on the front lines yeah. of of this tyranny and contending with these tyrants, and, and especially those who have sacrificed so much. And I consider you at the top of that list. And um, I, I'm 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 grateful that God brought you into my life. I know I'm doing something right when God brings people like you into my life. Likewise. And you are you. you are a blessing. Thank you. And and if folks um, want to support you and be a part of what you're doing, what do they do? Well, um, they can go to cuffusa.org. Say, um, say that slower. Sorry, it's cuffusa.org. We have a, 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 a donate page on there. We are going to be starting a Cuff Legal Fund. It's not defense fund. It's advanced. Legal fund, right? Yeah, not we, defend, advance. They, they've stirred awake and they, they've awoken a sleeping giant. Yeah, that's right? what we need. The church, all it takes is a couple guys to stand up. It all, God took Gideon's That's pride, right. right? But, well, God's already the majority. Yeah. Anyone who joins him, they become the majority. It's so easy. Yeah, people, it you just get this. So, quick so, question. Yeah, um, ha, do you have, uh, in the medical community at UCLA, friends that you had that were doctors that, mm-hmm. that you'd been talking to, now that some of this data is starting to come out, and even Pfizer releasing things, has anybody that you that, that you lost friendships I would, I with... I would find that hard to believe. Um, has anybody would, come back around to you? No, or, you know... I've even tried with my liberal family members and, and you know, sent them, look at this is clear. They even, even um, the head of New England, New England Journal of Medicine in Lancet said about 50% of the, the stuff we publish is, is fake. They literally came out and said that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, I figured that that they, was they, they the answer. They just can't tie. Blows it, me away. Because it's a spiritual pro- yeah. battle. That's why yeah. I don't, I, I've stopped so much on the intellectual. I, I don't totally stop because I think it's important to keep yeah. hitting people and say, doesn't this bother you? Don't you see the pitches here? But I pray for them, right? Because this is a spiritual battle. Yeah, they, pray they're that blinded. the scales would be removed and yeah. their eyes would be open. Yeah. Okay, so cuffusa.org. So, yeah. And so we're going to be starting a legal fund so we can go after people. So there'll that, be a link on that. Yeah, so uh, within the next couple of weeks. And then how do they, how do they follow uh, Doc Tracy? Doc Tracy, you'll go to the AFLDS website. That's it, America's Frontline Doctors. America's Frontline Doctors. It's AFLDS.org. And they'll look for it there. Um, I'm not sure how it's classified just yet. I have the links to it myself. And we'll but, put the link on the website once it comes out. Yeah, 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 it'll be good. But, you know, if I can give some encouragement to Please. people. Um, we, we talk about other people being cowards. I'm a coward. Yeah. I'm a coward, right? I mean, just a couple months ago... 
when I was kind of wearing the mask and not wearing the mask, in the afternoon, I'd say, you know what? I already wore the mask this morning. I don't want to take it off today. And then this afternoon, I said, wait a second. Every little action counts. So even if you're a coward this morning, be a, be a hero yeah. this afternoon. And, and I give this example. I, I said this to people at a, at a parent-teacher meeting um, with Amy Chen. Great woman. She's amazing, yeah, isn't she? she? Is. Um, and I said, I, was in a, in a, I took over a case at UCLA where they were doing a mastectomy on a 15-year-old girl. And I realized and went, oh, my gosh, I'm doing something I never wanted to do. And I, and I started to get that rage. And my the red, and this was blood. because of transgender wanting yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She thought she was a boy. And so um, I said, I, I, I got to say something. But then I said, well, if I say something, it's going to make the surgeon angry and his hand's going to shake and he's not going to be good at what he does. And he's going to maim her. I'm thinking, well, he's already maiming her. And so I was silent. And I didn't speak up, and I have great regret about not doing that. Amen. But God still has grace for me, and he still brought me to the position now. So you can fail. You can be a coward yesterday and be a hero today. Amen. Right. Chris, um, before we sign off, you know, I, I know they're doing everything they can to remove the letters behind your name, and they want to make you um, a previous doctor. Yeah. Amen. Um, I say amen because I have I have four letters that are more important than amen. that. Amen. S O T K, son of the king. Yeah. I, I would I, I would I, I just say C O, uh, child of the king. Amen. But I um I just want you to know, I I would still be honored to have you as my doctor, regardless of the recognition of man's organizations, because a heart like that and a conviction like that makes you a good man, which makes which makes you a good doctor. And you, you do no harm. And, yeah. um, Prim, primum non nocere. That's yeah. the Latin for what every doctor is supposed to be ruled by, the, the ethic of first do no harm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you live that, and it's come at a cost, and you are a treasure and a great blessing to God speak and to our community. And we're with you, and we're going through it together. Amen. So if I got it and you need it, I'll give it. Okay. Yeah. Can I say a prayer for people that I would watching? be blessed. That'd so be you, you close us out in prayer. Yeah. Well, Father, thank you so much for bringing me here. Thank you for Pastor Rob and for Bryce and Pastor Rick and, and Rob's uh, daughter and son-in-law, just the, the whole group here. This is a family effort. I thank you that they lay their lives humbly before you to say, how can we serve you today, our king? The king who served us, the king who doesn't ask us to do anything he hasn't first demonstrated. Amen. Jesus, I thank you that you lived a life of boldness and of passion for me to unlock that passion in my spirit. I'm not a passionate person. I'm not a bold person. But when I saw the way that you went to the cross for me, mm -hmm. when I saw the way that you laid down your glory, your robes of righteousness, your staff of authority, you stepped out of the, the throne room of heaven mm -hmm. where billions of souls are praising you, saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And you stepped away from all that praise and worship to be born into a feeding trough of animals and said, I'm coming after you, Chris. You've ruined your life. You've thrown it away. But I'm here to tell you, how valuable you are. Come on. I pray that everyone hearing this tonight, Lord, would know how valuable they are. And no matter what they've done in their lives, no matter what sins they've had, no matter what crimes they've committed, no matter what cowardice has characterized their past, that you're calling them forward into a new future. The hope of Jeremiah 29, 11, where you say, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord God, plans to prosper you, not plans to harm you, but to give you a hope and a future. God the Father, you stand in our future and you bid us 
come, my child. See how amazing the plans are, I, are that I have for you. Yeah. I bless everyone hearing this tonight. May they know your great passion for them, yes, Jesus. Amen. 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 Dude, maybe you weren't supposed to be a doctor. You're supposed to be a preacher. That was solid. Hey, I'm still looking for a job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, you, hey, I, would, let, I, I know you're working with someone, but there's, there's connected. we got stuff to talk about. So. I, I, I would love to serve Jesus in whatever capacity I could. Amen. Amen. Right now, we got to let everybody go. Amen. Yeah, because we talked long enough. And we, and we cure insomnia on this program sometimes. That's great. Isn't but that not, good? But People can just tonight. turn on YouTube. Not this one. They yeah, hear my voice. It's my, see, that's, that's the gift you brought God a piece. Me. You brought a piece that settled everyone's heart. That's how you're anesthetized. You bless me people. tonight. Yeah. Anesthetize. Yeah. That's right. In a good way. I tell them I do it without any medications. I'll just talk. I'll tell them my story. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was awesome. Compelling. Thank you. Bless you guys. Well, Dr. Rick, thank, thank you, you for joining us. And folks, uh, until tomorrow night, you have had the privilege tonight to enjoy Dr. Chris Rake, who is a hero to me and many others. Uh, and all of you can be the same thing. Uh, do not live with monumental cowardice. He who knows the good to do it and does not do it to him, it is sin. Don't look at a guy like that and say, he's courageous. We all are called to be that. And courage is just simply R-I-S-K, taking a risk, doing the right thing no matter what it costs. And all of us are capable of that. We weren't born with a gift to do that. It costs us just as much as it'll cost you, and yeah. it's just as difficult for us as it is for you. The only difference is um, many of you have done it, and some of you haven't, and you know you should. Don't wait any longer. Now's the time to stand. There's no middle ground. So until tomorrow night, thank you for joining us. May God bless you richly in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Good night, everybody. Amen.